Blog Talk Radio. of the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. How you doing tonight, Papa Didi? Everything is cool. Excellent, excellent. And Kettle, what's happening? Oh, pretty good. Everything kosher. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? Good, good. Copacetic. Fantastic. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Ready okay. to rock and roll. Okay, I'm rock and roll. Another week down. Yeah, another one bites the dust, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? What's 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 popping for tonight? Mm-hmm. Well, just um. Uh, you know, we've got the uh, game four of the uh, NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, series pretty up interesting. Two to, one. two to one. Boston's got mm-hmm. the lead on Golden State. But uh, the topic for tonight, the subject I want to talk about for a minute is um, what did you guys think of that, uh, which I thought was a unbelievable display of uh, their January 6th situation, the insurrection there. The way that they put that on uh, with the footage and all that, how do you think they pulled that off last night? What do you think, dear Redwine? I thought they did a good job making their case. Uh, I found it interesting that a lot of the rebuttal from the other side of the aisle was saying, well, what was the point of it all? Are they just trying to say that Trump is a bad guy? Were they just trying to make Trump look bad? What was the whole purpose? And I'm like, are you kidding me? This had to do with getting to the truth of what actually happened, who did what, and who was really being, who was really responsible. But for them to make those kind of statements just shows me that these people seriously have their head up their behind. They're brainwashed. They really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're brainwashed. Hmm. What do you think, Kel? Yeah, they presented it pretty well. Um, they had a lot of um, facts and things that I didn't know, you know, what was going on, um, uh, especially the council that was on the investigation. I mean, they got in depth. It's interesting. Um, it was just crazy, like you said. <laughs> they on a different page, but it was it was. Interesting how Ivanka got up being said she believed what Barr said, so she was, I guess, talking against her father. Um, you know, yeah, no doubt. I think he's trying to 
she's trying to move far away from him, and she can. I don't know. Something right there with, with that. So. Um, maybe the light has finally come on. He's gotten smart. He's got the hell away from living. So, I don't know yeah. if he's smart or not, but. Yeah. Um, but I, I, when is it supposed to resume? Um, tonight or Monday night or something? Or was that it? No, they said Monday. Yeah, they okay. have something else going on on the 13th. Okay, so Monday, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, interesting yeah, was, how they got that, that prime, prime time. Oh, yeah, they yeah. said we're doing this in prime time. Yeah, yeah, I, I did like that. So it was like the whole world is going to see, you know, what's really going on. <laughs> I didn't know that the... um. I've forgotten her name now. The female guard that was there. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, she's so I fair. didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know she got knocked unconscious like that. Wow. Yeah, lucky to be alive. Yeah, she is that's... lucky to be alive. Yeah. Last name was what? Bob? Edwards. Oh right. Oh Edwards. Okay. Yeah, she said that uh, she was not trained for combat battle. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what would you think about it, um, Papa Didi? I just think that um, it just showed that a lot of people were really brainwashed. And I love mm-hmm. the one thing that, that she said, which I, I had said a lot, and she put it out there real bold, the mm-hmm. same way I, I put it, when she said that one day Donald Trump will be gone. You know? And when she said that, that freaked everybody out. And I had been thinking like that my, in the same light. I was talking about Liz Cheney. When Liz Cheney said that. said that. Yeah. She said, for all y'all that's following this, one day Donald Trump's going to be gone. And when she, when she said gone, she could mean unpolitical or dead or, or whatever. You know, which is the reality. Yeah, just leave the scene or whatever. And she said, the way y'all feel right now is still going to be there. Because he'll be gone. He'll be out of the mix. And, you know, as they say, death pays all debts. You know? And and if you keep following him, and you got something like one last night that every network was covering. Every, even Fox, that probably didn't want to cover it because they rebuttaled the hell out of it. I don't know what's the point of all this. I don't know why they're doing this. this is... Well, your boy Tucker Carlson said, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to cover it. And then he went on to talk about why he wasn't going to talk about it. Yeah, but when you're doing that and you're still covering for Trump, now what if Trump changes his mind and gives in? Hmm. And what you going to do? All of a sudden you're going to give in too? I mean, because who's the pressure on? Is the pressure on the leader or the pressure on the followers? To stay with the leader, or what, does the leader ever get opportunity to change his mind? And if he changes his mind, what are the followers still doing? You know what I mean? You got to think about that. Yeah, good question. Well, Liz Cheney said that when she said one of these days, Trump will be gone. He'll be gone. But she said, but the shame will still be here. Yeah, if you follow All him. All the stuff that people have said and done especially on the Republican side, the way that they kept backing him and backing the lies. 
She said all of that shame will remain. Hey, you know who one person who really gets me about all this that's really a Trump supporter and backs all that crap is that guy named uh, uh, Sinise. Mm-hmm. Now, this man got shot up on that baseball field, okay? When that guy attacked that baseball field when they were having that, that little political baseball game. Yeah, I remember that. This man got shot two or three times, and he was, like, laying on his deathbed almost. But he got through it, and everybody prayed for him and well wishes and hooked him up. And, man, he, as soon as he got better, he jumped right on that Trump bandwagon and put his claws in Trump and just rode his... I'm like, man, you said there were bullets in your ass a couple of years ago on the baseball field, and now you stand there next to Trump like, oh, it was, I, don't, I don't get it. When your ass is lucky to be alive, you're going to still follow the bullshit. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. I think some of these people are in so deep that they don't even know how to get out. You know, yeah. sometimes once you get yourself backed into a corner, there's nowhere to go. So you just trapped, you just stuck. Yeah, but it's all about the money, too. As long as them people are sending those contributions to Trump, you know, he's getting that $40 million every year from contributors, you know. They send him millions, and they, some of them doing it on a direct deposit. As long as he's, they're, they're sending him money, he got to keep speaking like he does. The followers keep following him, and it's, it's all based on the money. As long as they're sending contributions, he got to put, put forth an image. And that's really sad because, boy, it's... Anyway, we'll leave that alone. Oh, well. So, want to get to the red rundown? Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into uh, In Focus. I'm sorry, no, the rundown. (laughs) I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm sorry. They done revved you up. Yeah, I'm revved up. I'm sorry. All right. I'll slow down, put it in neutral. Are you sure? You sure you want to slow down? (laughs) Well, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, In focus topics tonight is house pass. I'm sorry, not the house, but it was uh, New York City. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. Let me get it right. House passes tough gun new. Uh, measures. Also, New York governor passed his new gun laws, and a cop pleads not guilty to the killing of unarmed black men. Here we go again. Our cocktail of the week. I got a good one for you tonight. You guys gonna like that one? What's popping with Papa Didi? Of course, so we got to lighten it up with our weird news. The guy co-ordered to pay woman five point two million dollars. Wow. Also, um, disorder in the court. And a mysterious hard object found inside a catfish. Oh, boy. <laughs> My favorite fish. Here we go. <laughs> um, I'm just saying with red wine, is the truth no longer true? Living for the city with Papa Didi. I'm quite sure he's going to rev us up tonight. My Hollywood wrap-up, i got a lot to talk about tonight. The kissing list and the last word. So sit back, relax, and uh, get your favorite cocktail. And we're going to come back with uh, In Focus. It's Friday night, and you're listening to The Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it. 
to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentaries, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com, check out the cocktail of the week, get your glass, and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. Hi, right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay, now is the time for In Focus. Yep, hurry up. Okay. All right, In Focus. I guess because I'm up first, that's why I'm all revved up. So, my story tonight focuses on the house. You know, this seems like it's a it's a pattern. Every time something happens, the house gets together, and they all come up with some kind of measure or a legislation or something that they're trying to accomplish. And what happens? The, the Republicans slam the brakes on it, throw it up against a brick wall, and say, ah, 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 not on my watch. It's like no matter what, they always got to have some opposition. So on Wednesday of this week, the House endorsed some of the most aggressive gun control measures that have ever been taken up on Capitol Hill, which included raising the minimum age for the purchase of not all but most semi-automatic rifles. Uh, they want to raise the age to 21. Currently it's 18. And they want to ban high-capacity ammunition magazines. And, of course, this is, you know, in response to all of the recent and continual mass shootings. Now, the vote, and this is just in the House, the vote was 223 to 204 that took place. Now, I found that interesting, 203, I'm sorry, 223 to 204. So that was getting close to being a half-and-half kind of vote. And this is after the testimony of some of the victims uh, from Uvalde, Texas. Now, if any of you saw that that testimony, you had the 11-year-old girl who covered herself in the blood of a classmate and pretended to be dead so that the gunman would assume that she was dead and not kill her. There was one student who was a survivor who said that uh, the gunman put the gun up to the head of the teacher and told her, say goodnight, and shot the teacher in the head. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was uh, given testimony, uh, because I didn't realize he was from Uvalde, Texas. He was talking and just so emotional about how this needs to stop, how legislation needs to all get on the same page and fix this so that these kind of situations don't occur. But then you got Republicans saying stuff like, well, even if we had laws in place, it still wouldn't have prevented this. And I'm like, book, this dude was 18. If the laws said you got to be 21 to walk in and buy this type of weapon, he would not have been able to do it. So, I, you know, I'm trying not to get upset, but this is the kind of stupidity that goes on on Capitol Hill. 
you get the testimony from the people who suffered through the situation. You hear everything they have to say, and then these idiots sit back and make idiotic comments, which I guess makes sense because they're idiots. So, of course, what they say will be idiotic, you know, case in point. But these kind of things, when the House passes these kind of measures, it seldom ever goes anywhere. It's like they're just doing it for good measure because they know it needs to be done, but it's like an exercise in futility. What's the point in doing all this, meeting and subcommittees and impartial people from both sides to come up with something if those stupid Republicans are just going to smash it anyway simply because it came from the other side of the aisle? You know, they're still harping on, oh, we got to protect our Second Amendment rights. Nobody is saying that people should be disallowed from owning a gun. All we're saying is, does it have to be these? And can you make the age limit higher so that maybe people who buy these would be a little more mature and maybe a little more responsible? And can we limit the um, the ammunition, those clips, what do they call them, high-capacity magazines? Can we limit that? at least so that people don't walk in and say, let me buy 10,000 rounds of ammo, and people just say, okay, if you got the money for it, I'll sell it to you. Who needs that much ammunition? What war are these people gearing up to fight? These are not weapons to protect your home from a burglar. Are you kidding? So anyway, the point of it all is that you know, the Republicans, of course, attack the bill saying that it's not serious and that the bill itself is not serious and that it would infringe on Americans' constitutional rights. And what I would say to these Republicans is we also have a constitutional right to be able to go to a store and survive it. We have a constitutional right to go to school and survive it. When you send your kids to school, they have a constitutional right to get an education and come home unshot, unstabbed, unmaimed, unraped, unhurt. What is so difficult to comprehend in this? But this is the kind of stuff that goes on. They sit up on Capitol Hill and play this game of table tennis back and forth and call themselves serving the American people. Bull crap. I'm done. I'm done. I just, whew, I'm done. I'm just sick of all of it. I really am. You dropped the mic? Yeah, I'm going to drop the mic because this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know? Um, and you're a crazy Jim Jordan. That's the one with the short sleeve shirts that never wears a suit jacket. Yeah, you got long sleeve. You just roll Long sleeve, yeah, yeah. Jim Jordan. He had a he, he had a jacket on the other night. Oh, did he? He was showing off then. Mm-hmm. He was the one, mm-hmm. main one, talking about the Democrats are trying to destroy the Second Amendment. See, this is the kind of lies that people put out, and then folk get a hold of it, and then they just run with it. And before you know it, that's the word on the street. Oh, the Democrats are trying to take away our rights. They're trying to kill the Second Amendment. Lies, lies, and more lies. Okay, now I'm really done. <laughs> oh.
So uh, how many votes does does it need for the House to pass it? That's 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 my thing. Well, it passed the House. It the, the House had the majority. Yeah, that two twenty three to go for whatever. They they passed it on that end. But it's gonna okay. die like a dead fish out of water when it gets to the Senate. They probably won't even take a vote on it. Hey, you think it's just a joke or something? I, I don't get it. I don't know what they think. Mm-hmm. And why people with that be electing learning. these suckers is beyond me. <laughs> you said these suckers. suckers. <laughs> these suckers. I'd be taking names. And keep a record of who voted against this. Okay, that's who won't be getting my vote next time around. Mm-hmm. 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 Remember Aunt Esther yeah, on Stanford and Son? She said, fish-eyed food. Who? <laughs> <laughs> that's what they are, fish-eyed food. Um, fish-eyed um, food. Wow. <sighs> I guess we had to continue to watch it and see what's going to happen. It's just going to sit there, then I guess. It's not going to go any further. So. Oh, boy. Pathetic. What you, what, what you think they're going to do, Papa? Well, you know, get rid of some folks? Is that what it is? Well, they, the you know, I, I, I think that, you know, stuff's got to be changed a little bit. You have to, even though you talk about the Second Amendment, right, everything has to have mm-hmm. some control to it, you know? Even when you give out a license for a barber, for somebody to cut here, what do you call it, a cosmopolitan? Yeah, cosmetology. Cosmetology Mm -hmm. uh, license. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because for one, you don't want, on that that cosmetology license, you don't want nobody burning nobody's hair with dye or things like that. Or, you know, when you color hair, mess it up. And when when you give out a barber license, you don't want nobody cutting nobody's throat. With, with mm-hmm. a street razor. So uh, what what I'm saying is that even though you got the Second Amendment, everything has to be altered, no matter mm-hmm. what profession it is. I mean, even if you go in a liquor store and you buy an excessive amount of booze, you know, mm-hmm. like over-the-counter, you know, I can see if you're having a party or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I mean, but you can't just, like, go, go in. You probably can. But somebody should question something if you just got four, you got five people with carts and y'all all buying all this booze, you know. Yeah, buying out the store. Yeah, you know, total total wine should say, well, what are y'all, what y'all got going on, you know. <laughs> somebody should mention something, you know. I mean, it's just everything can't go so unnoticed. And people got their little privileges. And, and I mean, I just think that with that side of the persuasion, you know, I won't call out no races or anything. But that side of the persuasion, guns seem to be the thing, you know? Like everybody, and they live in these rural areas where I guess they're first probably protecting themselves from a bear, you know, or rattlesnake or, I mean, because people live on these acres and all in these rural areas. Ain't no telling what's going to crawl out in the woods, you know? I'm very sick. I don't even want to live in the woods, near the woods in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. You know, they got different areas they're building now, townhouses that are right outside of a wooded area. No thank you, you know. No thank you. Because I don't know what's going I go in the trash can and here come raccoons and all kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, they can come anyway, but when you live by woods, that's where you live. Mm-hmm. So I think first people people get these weapons 
to protect themselves in these because for some reason people love to live out there in the dark. They love to live in these rural areas where there's no your next neighbor's two miles away and they got guns and shotguns in each drawer and you know it's just it's a mess and it's gotten out of hand. It's just guns everywhere. It's just a mess and the NRA is making a fortune. And they're convincing them, oh, you need to buy this uh, this machine gun. Somebody come to your house here, you know, those Negroes come to your house. You can let off 16 rounds in 10 seconds. You know, really? Really? Oh, yeah, give me that one. You know, it's it's amazing. It's out of hand. It's out of hand. Did you see uh, there was a commercial that I believe they said they pulled it? For the smaller mm-hmm. version of those semi-automatics, it was called a JR-15. You mm-hmm. know, not the AR, but they had a smaller, lighter weight one mm-hmm. that was specifically wow. designed for young people. Yeah, and the guy said kids can really wow. adjust to this early. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, uh, I mean, unless, like you said, Papa, unless you live out in the wilderness <laughs> somewhere where you have yeah. to protect yourself from, you know, the Bear. wild things that come mm-hmm. out of the woods. If you live in the city or in the suburbs of the city where you're catching the bus and stuff going to school and, you know, you're not out around those kind of wild elements, then why do you need this kind of weapon? It's a what to, well, anyway, I ain't going to get going again. All right. You're going to get on the soapbox? <laughs> nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm kicking that soapbox away from me. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Uh, well, that's a good segue. Um, talking about gun laws, uh, New York um, governor, uh, because of the Texas mass shooting, she said, okay, enough is enough. Um, they officially um, have new laws in the books aimed at curbing access to weapons that have been used in the, the recent killings of the Buffalo and the Texas thing. Um, she goes on, she said, I speak to you today as the governor of a state in the morning and the citizens of the nation in crisis. It just keeps happening. Shots ring out, flags go down, and, you know, we say we're praying for the family, you know, things of that nature. She said enough is enough. So the legislative action follows a May 14th massacre in the Buffalo and another attack in Uvalde that uh, shared key uh, details. Both attacks were allegedly committed by socially isolated teenagers who bought semi-automatic rifles after turning 18. Buying a rifle at 18. Come on now. So people under 21 years old. Right. So the law now is in New York, people under 21 years old cannot no longer buy semi-automatic rifles like the um, AR-15 style weapons. Um, And... Well, that's Some a other good things thing. she has in the law. Yeah, for sure. Um, it goes on to say another new law aims to battle online hate by requiring social media companies to have policies in place to respond to potential threats. So that's good. They hold them accountable. Um, and it goes on to say Democrats have called on the federal government to take additional action on gun control such as reviving a ban on assault weapons uh, that expired nearly two decades ago. So, you know, they had something on the books, but it's gone. So why would you have something to extend 
just a, a period of time. Just make it indefinite. That's my thing. But um, you know, right. people need temporary laws. They just do things to appease people sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. so kudos to her. Kudos to the governor of New York. Yeah. yeah. So New York said we're not waiting on national legislation. Mm-hmm. We're going to handle right. at least for the state of New York. Right, and that's what I kept saying. People start doing state by state. Everybody, people want to follow suit. Everybody wants to be the first to do X, Y, Z. They want to be a, a good politician. However, they probably want to get reelected, so they doing what they need to do. So, kudos to them. Okay. All right. I wonder if any other states are going to follow suit with that. I hope so, but I like the way New York did it real quick. Showed it ain't yeah. take no effort for the government to sign it, the city council to approve it, the state council to approve it. Right, because they don't want, you know what, because they don't want that crap up to you where they are. And I'm quite sure they're on high alert, you know, like kind of locking the city down. Something that don't belong up in there. You know how they are on Times Square? Shoot, they Trust and believe yeah, they yeah. they get ready to lock it down. Yeah, they they watching and looking at everything coming through there. <clears throat> yeah, through New York is really unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's no place like New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Not. <laughs> no, New nowhere. New York is a unique animal. All of you time. better believe it is. It, it's serious when it comes mm-hmm. to police and stuff and terrorism. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, if if they if they had all that gun stuff up there, that would mess up their tourism. You know, that's that's a that's that's the biggest draw. Everybody wants to go to New York City. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it will mess up their tourism. So, yeah. <clears throat> I'm things happen up there. Like you said, there's no place like New York City. So. Yeah, New York is very interesting. You can. You can drive in man. You can get off the train at eight o'clock in the morning in Manhattan and hang out all day doing something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. You go down. You can go down to the Village, out to Long Island, mm-hmm. over to Brooklyn. Have a good time. You, oh my God! Mm-hmm. You can have some of the best pizza you ever ate in your life. Like mm-hmm. pizzas off the chain. Yeah, that's true. I do remember the last time I was there, I had some good pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right. So on, on. off of New York, uh, this is over in uh, this is in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan. Christopher, uh, I guess you pronounce his name Shrub or Sherb, S C H U R R, Sher, Chris. Christopher Schur, I guess you can say. He's the white Grand Rapids police officer who shot and killed a 26-year-old unarmed black man in the back of his head in April. Pleaded not guilty to uh, a virtual arraignment on Friday. The cop's bond was set for $100,000 due to the fact that uh, he turned himself in to authorities and had no previous run-ins with the law. Okay, according to local news, Channel 3, the previous day, Kent County District Attorney uh, Christopher Becker announced that uh, Slur was charged with a 
one count of second-degree murder. At the time, family lawyer, you know, your boy Benjamin Crump, yeah. he landed charges as a critical step in the right direction. The guy's name was Patrick Liola. Liola. He was uh, a Condoleezza refugee. A fleeing war, he was killed by scrubs following a traffic stop. Police alleged that Loyola was pulled over because the, the vehicle's license plate did not match the car he was driving. Okay, a simple traffic That's thing. Wait that a minute, been. the license plate didn't match the car. Oh, yeah. So he looked it up. Yeah, yeah I guess he followed okay. him and, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, local and national uh, outrage followed the Loyola family case uh Found the release of witnesses and body cam footage that shows Scrub shooting Lola in the head while sitting on top of him. Civil rights attorney Vin Johnson said the family reacted to yesterday's news with mixed emotions. The case had been uh, a constant reminder of their son's death, Johnson told the uh, Daily Beast. They feel better that charges have been filed and now they can move forward, he said. Crum said that uh, my client uh, took solace in the fact that uh, Scrum had to turn himself in and he was going to be held in jail until the hearing today. So that's uh, that's an ongoing situation here with that. that there. And it makes it so bad the guy turned off the body cam. As soon as he decided to reach for his pistol, the, his partner cuts off his body, his body cam. Oh, that's who cut it off. Yeah, he didn't cut off his body cam. He mm-hmm. cut off the body cam that was looking at the at the situation. Oh, I see. So, because he knew that he was, I mean, when you can't rustle these guys down, your partner is there with you. You know. Mm-hmm. And if you got to, if you you could, then they tried to tase him two or three times, and they couldn't tase him. Well, where's your they partner? They said he missed. He missed three times on a tase. Well. Obviously, the guy overpowered his ass. Well, this know? dude sure didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. How well, you fire a taser that many times and the guy was right there? It wasn't like he was. But you got a partner, too, there. What is your partner doing? Him. When you call for backup, you know, these guys need to go to the gym is what they need to do. I know? guess that's what his partner did. He backed up. He, he had backed up enough to cut off, his, uh, mm-hmm. cut off his body cam mm-hmm. when he saw him jump on top of him. And because on the news they said for some reason his partner's body cam was turned off and yeah you know mm-hmm. like well he turned it off for some reason coincidental malfunction yeah because the index finger met the thumb and it hit the switch mm-hmm. wow that was turned off you know mm-hmm. yeah but to shoot that dude in the head like that yeah how you shoot somebody in the back of the head when you're trying to subdue them and the brain is just blasting in your face. So what do you say? It was accidental, or he he hasn't said anything? He's not told. Oh no, he's just claiming not guilty. But you're gonna put the man down and shoot him when when you put that gun in the back of his head and pull that trigger. You knew what you mm-hmm. was doing. Wow. And that man didn't have a he wasn't even armed. No. So what happened to the handcuffs or the restraints or shoot him in the leg? Yeah, once he mm-hmm. got him on the ground, I saw that video. Once he got him on the ground. He's sitting on top of the guy. His partner could could have assisted so that they could have tried to cuff this man. Because the man cuffed but the legs, to just say, you know, forget all of this, bang, Let's and shoot him in the yeah. back of the Let's head. Wow. 
Modern day lynching, I'm trying to tell you. They're trying to get rid of us. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. They're just trying to get rid of us. They don't want to see anything. Yeah, but you know what? You know what's so ironic on that, though? They track him down and kill him, but the guy that killed 10 people in the supermarket in Buffalo gets put in the back of the police car. Without incident. So yeah, he's 10 so people lying dead in the store, and everybody's in the store running for their life, and here comes the guy, the fugitive. He's going to throw down his gun now when he's outnumbered and put his hands up, and they say, all right, get over here, put your hands up, walk this way, all right, get in the back of this police car. Yeah. Wow. He doesn't get shot yeah. at all. No, not at all. He killed 10 people. So that's... Hmm. I don't follow. Oh, boy. Hey, that skin color is killed. Well, I'm putting that cop on the kiss it list. Sure. I'm, I'm trying sure. to tell you, they're afraid of us. They are threatened by us. I don't understand. Oh, boy. I don't know what for. Yeah, they just don't want to see us. Yep, they do not want to well, see us. it's a little late for that. Should have thought about that before they put us on that boat. Well, when he, he took that picture at that arraignment, mm-hmm. when he took his picture at that arraignment, he looked petrified, that cop. Good. He had a mm-hmm. petrified look on his face, boy. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we well, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, he, he, is he pleading guilty or he turned himself in? Or, I mean, no, he, no he's, he's pleading not guilty. <laughs> not guilty, and he's going. I'm sure he's going to have a bunch of GoFundMe accounts and the police benevolence mm-hmm. associations on his side and every <laughs> white person in the world is going to gather behind him and, uh, you know, you ain't yeah. seen you ain't seen this battle yet. This battle's just getting started. Wow. Mm-hmm. How much longer mm-hmm. are we gonna have to endure this stuff? Yeah. How long? Yeah. How long? Yeah. Well, okay. Somebody said that black folks start getting guns, boy, they gonna really get scared. But I I'll get into that a little later on, I think. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's so sad. Uh, you guys ready for the cocktail? I think we need something right now. Yes, yes, yes. Please, please give us something to ease our mind. What you got for us okay. this week? Uh, oh, wait, let me give you an intro. And now it's time for Kettle with the cocktail <laughs> of the week. Week, week, week. <laughs> uh, okay, from Smirnoff Vodka or Vodka of your choice. Uh, it's called the Lemon Drop Martini. Uh, matter of fact, I was in a restaurant today and someone ordered one. I said, mm, sounds good. So I said, let me check it out. Um, one ounce of Smirnoff number 21 vodka or vodka of your choice, um, 0.5 ounces of triple sec, 0.75 ounces of fresh lemon juice, 0.25 ounces of simple syrup, and a lemon wheel. For garnish, um, combine the Smirnoff triple sec lemon juice and the simple syrup in a shaker, fill with ice, of course. Shake well and strain into a martini glass, and garnish with the lemon wheel. That is the lemon drop martini. So sit back and right. sip on that. Mm-hmm. That sounds very tasty and refreshing. Uh, rum in the glass is optional, so if you want to, you know, rum in the glass with sugar is optional. So, 
Okay, then. I like it. I like it. Oh, and the crowd goes well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's a good one. All right. Uh, let's see. We're gonna take a take a CC break, and then we're coming back. Yeah, let's take a CC break, and we're coming back with uh, Papa Didi and what's popping. He's gonna have something for us in a little bit on the other side of the break on the pajama okay, I got party. It. I got. It. All right. It's another Friday night at the pajama party show. And we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives So send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe, I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. Hi, right, welcome back to the John Party One. Your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Comment allez-vous? All right. Uh, I'm going to talk about this... Uh, this defensive coordinator for the... Wait a minute. I didn't say it yet. What's that? And now it's time for Papa Didi. And what's popping? Okay. Thanks for the introduction. Everybody all revved up tonight. All right, Papa Didi, what's popping? All right. Uh, I want to talk about this guy, uh, Jack Del Rio. He's the defensive coordinator for the uh, Washington uh, Commanders. Previously, the Washington Redskins, their new name starting next year. Anyway, he got a bunch of egg on his face uh, yesterday. The knucklehead talked before the uh, insurrection trial came on TV, so he didn't know what was in store. You know, he he just knew something was coming on TV, so he figured he'd give his opinion at a little news conference at the practice facility, saying that uh, that what happened. He what he was saying is that black folks, and this is a white guy, and I thought he was a good dude. He used to coach the. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, and he was defensive coordinator. You know, he been around Negroes his whole life. You know, if you're a coach in the NFL, hell, you've been coaching a number of black folks in the NFL, right? Right. But you can still have that Trump shit in your back pocket, can't you? Hello. Anyway, he says that in these neighborhoods, speaking about black neighborhoods, they burn down houses and, I mean, not houses, but businesses and all, when they're rioting and all. He don't understand why everybody is so upset about a little dust-up at the Capitol. He used the word dust-up. Yeah. Wasn't even a, wasn't no big deal. It was a dust-up. So he's a Trump lover for sure, talking that kind of bullshit. Anyway, Washington Commander's defensive coordinator, I'll read the story here. Jack Del Rio, he was fined $100,000 by the head coach, Ron Rivera. Now, what I don't understand, 
I guess your boy's in such turmoil that he can't even put his name out there. The owner of the Redskins or the uh, Commanders. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Oh, man. Stern? Snyder. Snyder. Now, shouldn't Snyder be fining him $100,000, not the damn coach? Oh, oh, I forgot. Snyder's in all kind of sex scandals and all kind of shit, so he can't even put his name out there. Matter of fact, he turned half the team over to his wife so he don't lose the team. That's how messed up he is right now. All right, so the coach, Rivera, who is a man of color, you know, of a Spanish-Latino descent, Rivera released a statement through the team's official Twitter account. He called the event on January 26th an act of domestic terrorism. And Rivera said that his uh, defensive coordinator, Del Rio's comments were extremely harmful, harmful to our great community here in the DMV, saying the fact that you're going to say some bullshit like that, and we're right here in Washington, D.C., where it went down. Exactly. Are you serious? Okay. All right. Uh, and they're saying that the DMV is a nickname for the area, which encompasses the uh, District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. The Rio fine, he, they fined him $100,000. They said his fine will be donated to United States Capitol Police Memorial Fund. Okay? Now, the Rio put himself in the spotlight Monday when he downplayed the, you know, the, the, the velocity of the Capitol assault that took place on January 6th. When asked about these comments, Wednesday, Del Rio preferred to January 6th as a mere, like I said, a dust-up. A dust-up meaning like it wasn't no big deal. Obviously, he's a Trump lover. He later apologized for the comments. But anyway, getting back to that whole situation, you know, you never know who you're working with or what their political uh, affiliation is. Even on my job, when, when Trump was losing his mind when he was president, it was exposed that some coworkers that I had, they were Trump lovers. It kind of leaked out. And during the time when Trump was president, when you found out friends or even some family members that was Trump lovers, it was some surprising stuff back then, you know, to know that people you walked the line with every day was loving Trump. And you're like, well, damn, how did you get there? You know, with that thought mechanism, you know, I mean, I've been knowing Trump long before you know, he was president. He was all into that, you know, everything else with real estate in New York. And then he was running things down Atlantic City for a while. See, a lot of people just getting to know Trump for the first time. But the whole, I think they learned him on that show, The Apprentice, mm-hmm. on TV. That's where they first started messing with Trump. But if you're from the Philadelphia, New Jersey area, Pennsylvania, you know, Connecticut, New York, and all that, you, you, you've been knowing Trump since the beginning of time. Right? That knucklehead had been in the news for everything. Real estate, hotels, all kind of crap, you know. So, anyway, but, but thank goodness that this uh, this defensive coordinator for the uh, Washington Commanders was flagged on this, and he got fined and all. And then he had nerd to say this stuff on Monday when, when, when the thing was coming on TV on, on Thursday. Now, you know, it just... Put the light, which you said, my goodness, boy, do you pick a bad time and talk about the insurrection was about to come on TV like it did. So anyway, his ass is in perspective now. So I uh, just wanted to put that out there. You know, his name is Jack Del Rio, and he would definitely be on the kissing list tonight for calling oh, absolutely. It, calling that insurrection a little dust up and saying how the blacks burned down their businesses and everything, and it's no big deal. Well, the hell with you. 
you're out there coaching black men every day and your ass is a Trump lover? That's some crazy shit. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. Put him on the kiss it list. Defensive coordinator. All this time, I thought he was cool. He was the head coach of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, the man been around black people. I mean, if you're a head coach of an NFL football team, you see Negroes all day, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Anyway, uh, I don't know what to say. Wait, wait a minute, is he is he white or black? What, what's up? Oh, he's white. He's white. He's white as a driven snow. White as hell. Oh god. Yeah, he yeah. Real, huh? Wow. Yeah. Some weird stuff going on. I'm telling you. Oh, well, talking about weird. Let's let's lighten it up. We 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 need some from the cocktail to oh. weird dudes. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, I think I've got the first one. Weird news. Okay, I got one for you. Geico. You know, as much as we see their crazy commercials. Geico ordered to pay Missouri woman $5.2 million. Check this out. After she contracted an STD in a car. Now, this Missouri woman, yeah, this is crazy. A Missouri woman was awarded $5.2 million in a settlement from an insurance company, Geico, after contracting a sexually transmitted disease from her partner in his vehicle, which was insured by Geico. I'm telling you, I don't make this stuff up. She got got the STD from her partner while having sex in his car, that was insured by Geico. So the Missouri oh, Court of Appeals the Missouri Court of Appeals upheld the uh the award this week. Now the woman who of course they didn't release her name, but she's a Jackson County resident, she said that she contracted the human papal however you say it, HPV from her partner, according to the court documents. On Tuesday the Missouri Court of Appeals filed an opinion confirming that the initial uh, arbitration, confirming the initial arbitration award against GEICO. Now, going back, in February of 2021, the woman who was anonymously identified as M.O., M.O., submitted a petition to GEICO directly. She alleged that her sexual partner neglected to tell her that basically that he was not as clean as she had thought, and he didn't inform her of his diagnosis of having, I guess, HPV. So then he passed it on to her, but it happened in his car, insured by GEICO. So she said the policy says that you're covered for injuries and losses. So the way she said it, look, this is an injury and a loss for me, so she made a settlement claim at first of a million to say, look, let's just settle it for a million. But then Geico wanted to appeal it. And now the court is saying, you know what, Geico, you need to pay the woman $5.2 million to fairly compensate her for the damages and the in- injuries. So, you know, they're still trying to, uh, Geico still trying to appeal it. But a three-judge panel responsible for reviewing the the uh, appeal 
confirmed the court's settlement decision of $5.2 million despite GEICO's appeal efforts. Now, what do you think of that one? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I guess if it's Never something heard in the policy. Like well, you know, yeah. if the auto policy says that if I get injured while in your car and it's supposed wow. to cover my injuries and my, you know, losses, et cetera, she said, mm-hmm. well, hey, you, you gave me the cooties in your car. Mm. <laughs> so I need some insurance money. There you go. That's impre- that's unprecedented. I, I've never heard anything like that. But I've they probably never heard that they one. Probably, she's probably white. Probably white. We're gonna get away with it. Too. <laughs> Woo! What you think, Papa? They gonna get away with it? Yeah, they. Get anything's money. possible, you know. Yeah. Wow. Because that stuff doesn't go away. That HPV, once you have it, you have it. You just got to live with it. Mm-mm. All right. Anyway. I got, a crazy, I got a crazy one here. Okay. Uh, what you got? I'm kind of creepy here. This order in the court. Uh, cockroaches released during hearing. A courthouse oh, no. in, uh, in up, upstate New York was closed for <laughs> fumigation after hundreds of cockroaches were released during an altercation that broke out at an um, arraignment, uh, the clash broke out during proceedings in Albany City Court for four people for an arrest at the state capitol. A defendant who started to film the courtroom proceedings was told to stop. In the altercation that followed, hundreds of cockroaches brought into the courthouse and plastic containers were released. Oh, my God. The, the bug release was being investigated while the courthouse was closed for the rest of the day for the fumigation. Court <laughs> officials arrested a 34-year-old woman in the audience for charges related to the altercation, uh, including disorderly conduct, obstructing governmental administration, and tampering with physical evidence. She was released, and it was not immediately clear whether she had an attorney to speak for her on her own behalf. Uh, what transpired is not... Um, advocacy or uh, activism it is criminal behavior with the intent to disrupt a proceeding and cause damage. That's what the uh, Office of the Court Administration said. Cockroaches in the courtroom. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I'm, I'm still trying to understand who had all these cockroaches in these containers. It doesn't say. Like, what, what was that about? doesn't say. Um, she, the, the woman, she she started the altercation, but did she release the cockroaches? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Ooh, That's some wild stuff. Okay, yeah. so they're fighting in the courtroom, and then somebody let the cockroaches out. That's just nasty. <laughs> I, I'd be scared to go home. Why well, take all my clothes in the courtroom? Because I'd be scared of stuff. Ooh, I could do it. Oh God. Lord, mercy. That's a leave. That's a leave. That's just so nasty. Nasty. All right, yeah. Papa D. What's your weird news tonight? This, uh, this is crazy, too. This is a mysterious hard object inside of a catfish. Mm. A couple guys are fishing. 
guy named Richard Kaiser. Uh, he was from Shelbyville, Indiana. Took his friend John Hoop fishing on the Ohio River last week. Uh-huh. And the goal was for Hoop to land his first uh, blue catfish. Well, he did, but the fish came out came out with a secret toy surprise. And they said a sex toy to be specific. Inside the fish? Inside the fish. And we noticed most when we got to the boat that the catfish's stomach was extremely large. So they called the news to say they caught a pregnant catfish. Mm. And uh, sometimes they said it could have been something else. Sometimes when you catch fish, you got turtles in there and little fish and moccasins and all kind of stuff. But when he got home, they opened it up, and they found all kind of stuff inside of it. It was a uh, some kind of big foam ball, another little fish, and a fairly large-sized dildo. Wow. So they called. They took pictures of it and everything and sent it to the uh, news station and all and uh, put it on their Facebook page, and they said they had 19,000 shares and people retweeting it and all kind of stuff. I mean, boy, I don't know what. Well, they must have been fishing in some dirty-ass water. So the catfish ate one of those things? Yeah, he must have just found on the bottom of it. It must have been in a color, you know, yellow or blue. or mm. of, Some of them things glow in the dark. Or... Good gracious. Wow. Oh. I don't even want to eat normal catfish for a while. Damn. And this that's is this is in Indiana, Shelbyville, Indiana. Wow. I hope that's all the fish was doing was trying to, I don't know. Now, the more I think about it, I'm really grossed out. Yeah, well. <laughs> what was that, Kathy? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Uh, people polluting the hell out of the ocean, you know. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, they're they trying to save it. But uh, hey, the more we eat, the more we eff up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I used to like that fish, too. <laughs> yeah, I had some yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. All right. All righty. Well, that wraps up the weird news. Uh-huh. Man, we always find the weird ones, I tell you. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Where are we going next? Are we taking a break or are we going to keep rolling? We'll take a CC and uh, come back in a minute. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Right. We'll come on another time. All right. Absolutely. All right. We've got, I'm just saying, on the other side of the break. All right. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is red wine, or as they say in Paris, Je suis Ben Rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party, where I'll get on my rant, sit on my little bar stool, and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, red wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there. Hi, right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, it's time for, I'm just saying. Oh, are All you right, doing uh, the intro? Yeah, let me induce you there. Okay. Uh, here we got Red Wine with a... Uh, I'm just saying. Take it away. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. Au revoir. Okay, so tonight, so I'm just saying, my topic is, is the truth 
no longer true. Okay? Is the truth no longer true? I have been seeing and hearing so many things where people are saying things that they say, oh, this is the truth. These are the facts. And then somebody else comes right behind them and says, no, we're fact-checking those facts, and these are the facts. And then the people fact-check those fact-checked facts and say, no, that wasn't it. Here's the real truth. I'm just trying to understand, like, who is really monitoring what is the truth? You know, it's like the truth that we used to know seems like it's gone. I looked at stuff like I, I go back to that crazy Kellyanne Conway. You remember her, Trump's, uh, what was she, the press secretary? Yeah. Remember when she came out her with this statement? On, her husband was on CNN last night. Oh, boy. A little bubble fish. But he speaks guy. against what she says anyway, but still. When uh, Trump was talking, I forgot what which lie it was, but it was like a really big, bold-faced lie. And she got up at that mic, and when the media questioned her about it and said it was a lie, she said, well, no, actually, that's that's an alternate fact. Like, what, what, what the heck does that mean? An alternate fact? How do we call something true if it's not true? It's either the truth or it's a lie. Is there really a gray area between what is truth and what is a lie? I mean, you can't really say, well, it was kind of true. If it was truth, it was truth. If it was a lie, it was a lie. That's the way I see it anyway. That's like being a little bit pregnant. Well, he's kind of pregnant. You either are or you aren't. So all of this stuff about uh, alternate facts, um, go back to Uvalde, Texas, mass shooting. Remember when they first came out with the so-called details of what happened? And they said, yeah, here's the story. This is what happened. Then within what, a couple of hours to a day? They had another version of the so-called truth of what happened. And that story is still unfolding in terms of what is really the truth. I understand that you're uncovering details, but people made statements and said, no, that wasn't what happened, this is what happened. Then somebody else comes back and refutes that. I'm just saying, is the truth no longer true? Who is standing for the truth? Is there like, you know, we've got police that, that keep the law. I think we almost are at the point now we need to have the truth police. The same way people fact check whenever the president speaks, uh, you know, the folks get right on it and they fact check every single thing, statistics, all of it. We need to have some truth police that fact check everything when somebody says, here's what had happened, you know, what had happened was, that's when you need to have the fact checker, the police, the, the, the truth police, check everything and come back and say, okay, here is the actual truth. You got people like Tucker Carlson on the Fox Network, Fox News Network, who gives alternate truths, alternate facts every day, every day of the week. This man, if his mouth is running, the facts are being twisted and the lies are coming out. I mean, like I said, how, when, when, what happened to the truth still being the truth? You know, like how, if, how can we agree on what we're going to say is the truth 
if we can't even agree on what is true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like at what point do we all say, okay, here's the facts. You know, water is wet. Okay, example. Water is wet. Is anybody refuting that? Or is there an alternate fact to that? You know, so you've you got to just get to the point where you say this is the truth. Anything else is not. You can call it a fib, a fairy tale, a lie, a, a alternate fact, whatever. But if it's not the truth, it's not the truth. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm tired of people coming up with all this bull crap that they keep saying is true when it's not. People like Trump have so distorted the truth, it's not even funny. It's to the point now where anything that he says, I already know it's a lie. I would be shocked if he actually spoke the truth. Because, you know, I don't think the truth is him. But I'm just saying, is the truth no longer true? And if it isn't, we are really in some deep poop. That's all I'm saying. Drop the mic? Yeah, drop it. Drop it. Throw it back in the drawer. I'm done. Wow, wow. I I agree with what you're saying. You don't know what's true. I mean, they need to go to Channel 9. They need to verify. Be like that. Um, Yeah, uh, there you go. Verify this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't trust a lot of, you know, people say stuff and you want to believe it. Then you find out, oh, they lied to me. Then you check something else and say, oh, no, the people who said that they were lying, they were lying too. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Right. All right. I'm going to hand the mic to Papa Didi. Uh Uh-oh. What's happening in the city, Papa Didi? Are they lying in the city, too? Well, I tell you, you don't even know. I mean, I'm like... I've been having... I have been having... We got a little time here. I'm not going to stay on the soapbox too long, but I do want to get this out there. You know, lately I've just been... um, my, My doubt in people has been getting so widespread, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just the, and like you said, the element of truth, and I'm not just talking about politics, I'm just talking about regular life, people, friends, family, you know, just, just, uh, it's almost like you wonder, what can you hold on to? What or who can you hang your hat on today? Exactly. You know what I mean? And Because it's getting few and far between. I'm even talking with family members. Like, who the hell can you hang your hat on? Who can you trust and believe in? Because people got so much shit with them. I wouldn't, let me put the word bull in front of it. People got so much bullshit with them that it's not even funny. You can't let the fact that whatever didn't go right in your life, that you think that now you're going to try to disrupt somebody else's life. Because, you know, we all been through some stuff, you know. It's just that some people handle it better than others. And when you're going through it, you just handle it when it's happening, you know. You don't include other people. 
But some people get into situations in their life and it spills over to everybody else's life. You know? Their shit just stinks out loud. And you try to help them inadvertently and it, they got so much layers, so many layers of shit that you kind of back off and say, man, if I fuck around and try to, I got to throw four life rafts at your ass to save you. You know, it's, and, and like I said, I'm not speaking individually where nobody has their situation or their problems or the stuff they've been into because we all been through some stuff in our life. And it all depends on how we handle it. How we and what kind of support device we have when we have the one thing you got to learn to do, I think, and just I'm speaking on my own opinion, is that when you're going through some shit in life, you got to be cool. You got to stay the fuck home. You know what I mean? Park your car, park your ass, park your whatever you usually do. You got to park that because right now you're in a situation. You need to chill. You need to rethink it, lay it out understand it, where it is. If you got to pay something off over the next couple months, get something straight, get something fixed, get something repaired. That all takes sacrifice. If you don't slow down and sacrifice to do what you need to do, whether it's uh, uh, anything, car repair, roof repair, putting windows in, anything that's got to do with you keeping a decent roof over your head, Sometimes you got to stop and smell the roses and, and, you know, buy some cheap shit. Some shit you don't usually drink because you're trying to save your money for some real shit. You know, or don't go on that vacation or, or don't splurge on that particular situation. But if you're dealing with people that are splurging around you and fucking up your money or fucking up your program, then they're not conducive to your life because life is very short. Don't forget that shit. The one thing we're not going to do is live forever. I guarantee you that. We are not going to live forever. That has been documented, okay? I mean, you go through, you can walk through the cemetery and look at dates. You can see people live very long and people live very short and everything in between. So I just think nowadays, I mean, it's almost like when you say tomorrow is the first day of the rest of my life, for you to sit back and analyze who is really your friends. Who can I really fucking depend on? Who can I hang my hat on? If my shit gets fucked up, whose car can I borrow? Who can I borrow $100 off of, you know? Who can I just chill with because I'm all fucked up and I need to chill? Or who can I just pick up the phone and talk to? You know, all those elements is missing because there's so much drama and shit and people holding on to bullshit from 10 years ago and dumb shit and everybody's competing with each other and macho, stupid shit, family drama, crazy shit, at least in my life anyway, you know, that I'm just, I'm just tired of it. I'm just, I mean, you know, we all need each other, you know, like the song said, reach out and touch somebody's hand, make this world a better place if you can. You know, that is so true. But when you're reaching out and touching somebody's hand, you got to be sincere about it. You got to put your emotions down. You got to put your macho down, your shit down, and you got to confess what's actually wrong with you. Instead of trying to stay macho, knowing your ass is completely fucked up on all four sides. 
How many people you know like that? Walk around like life is so great, and they're so fucked up. You know? It's amazing. It's amazing. And I, like I said, I'll leave it alone. I don't want to kill time. But uh just want to put that out there. You know, and I'm talking friends and family alike. You know, we're at the point now in life where who the fuck can we trust today? Who's our real friends? Think about it. I'm done. I what you mean. That was a good one, Pop. It's crazy. Yep, it is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked all night on that on that subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, we're we're coming to such a fork in the road these days on what to yeah. do with the rest of our life, and 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 I don't suggest you ride with anything or anybody that ain't. You know, there's riding dirty. I mean, just okay. as a figure of speech. Because okay. motherfuckers yeah. nowadays, they think dirty riding is, is cool. That shit ain't yeah. cool, man. Shit ain't cool. I agree. I agree. You gotta handle yeah. your fucking business, man. No, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna. Okay. You're not yeah, gonna not. go into part two. Yeah, I ain't gonna go into part two. <laughs> it will be no, there'll be no sequel on that. But uh, okay. just, just uh, digest that for a minute. At least in my life, anyway. You know, I'm just yeah. trying to figure out. You might need a people. Yeah. Trying to Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out who I can depend on today. Who can I rely on? Who's who's mm-hmm. my fucking ride and die, man? Shit. Maybe it's just wrong with these youngers is out here shooting up bang bang. They have no ride or die. You know, people claim that they are, but shit. Mm-hmm. Nah. No. Not in the ride and die in that. Capacity, not that way, but like you uh, said, friendship, somebody to talk to, or you know, somebody you buy a couple hundred dollars or a hundred dollars from, or yeah, mm-hmm. they just don't have that. I think they don't have that. That's, no, that's, that's, but they perpetrating issue. like they, yeah, I hear carjacking and shit, and you know, yeah. Yeah. you roll up in your convertible and you sitting there getting gas with your convertible top down and. They don't know that you done paid a big-ass car insurance and a car note and everything, and they're going to approach you like your life is so good. I'm like, damn, I just paid 250 on this car insurance, and I didn't pay 340 on the fucking car note. So what the fuck make you think? Like, I don't have any more money. <laughs> this car just cost me 500 just to drive. You know what I mean? Between car note, car insurance. Hell, I'm going to pay 500 just to start the engine up this month. <laughs> And they're going to carjack yeah, you on yeah, it. Are you trying to take it from They're going to carjack you. I'm like, uh-huh. fuck it. Take, take the car note, too, goddamn. You want to take the car? <laughs> Motherfucker. Take yeah, the note. Man. Here. Here's the fucking note. That's a good point, dear. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Here. Take all of it. Take the credit union with you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be a part two on Papa Didi's. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, part two will be next week, so tune in next week. I'm just saying, you know. Part two. Part three of what the heck is happening. We're going to take a little CC. We're going to come back on the other side. Okay. Y'all ready for the CC? All right. Yeah, go for it. It's for Pajama Party. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list 
of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to John Pine One Host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for Kettle and the Hollywood Wrap Up. Already? Already. We got some time, so. Well, she said she had a lot for us, so go for it. Oh, wait, Papa Didi's going to do your intro. Mm Yeah, come on. Oh, my. (laughs) Hollywood, <laughs> Take it away. Take it away. All right. All right. Britney Spears and her fiance Sam. I can't pronounce his last name, but they got hitched. This Sam Spears on oh. Thursday. Yeah. Homegirl, she's forty and he is twenty-eight. I said, go ahead, girl. She's okay. She had, uh, 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 yeah, young hottie. Um, the couple okay. were in front of about 60 guests, including famous friends Madonna, Paris Hilton, Kathy Hilton, and Drew Barrymore in L.A. Hmm. Spears wore a gown by famed fashion house Versace and walked down the aisle to Elvis Presley. Can't help falling in love. Okay. Go ahead, girl. Oh, isn't that it's sweet? We're in that long-ass Elvis train. can't yep. help falling in love. That was so mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, and uh, the crazy-ass hobby tried to get up in there, but they said, nope, ain't happening. Um, you know, she has uh, two two teenage sons. They weren't there, but they wished her well and everything, so I guess they they figured Mommy would get it right the third time, so we'll see. It's the third time of charm. Huh? Yeah, Papa said they're teenagers already. Oh, yeah. It was uh, 12 and 15. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the teen, wow. teenagers. Yeah, they got big. They can't stay little forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, um, Justin Bieber, he's in the news, explains a rare virus that has paralyzed half of his face, causing um, his tour postponement. He was supposed to be here in uh, D.C. and Toronto. He had to cancel those um, engagements. Um he uh, posted this on Instagram. It's um, called um, Ramsey Hunt Syndrome. It's a rare virus that affects nerves in the face and can cause facial paralysis. So, um, so we'll have to keep keep you guys posted on that. Yeah, hope he uh, hope he's gonna be okay. All right. Also, here we go again. Um, are you uh, guys familiar with? Uh, Rebel Wilson, he um, played in the movie The Hustle, Pitch Perfect, Trilogy, and Cats. She has I come remember her from Pitch Perfect, yeah. Okay, she played in Hustle with, uh, um, I can't remember, the, she played in uh, Devil Wears Prada. 
uh, uh, Anne Hathaway. She played in Anne oh, Hathaway. Hathaway. Hathaway, the hustle. Yeah, that was funny. Right. Um, she has revealed she has a new love in her life, sharing on Instagram that she is in a relationship with a woman. The Pitch Perfect star, 42, announced her happy news on Instagram, sharing the image of the couple. She says, I thought I was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what I really needed all the time was a Disney princess. Okay. The mystery woman is Ramona Agwuma. She's the founder of Los Angeles-based sustainable clothing brand, Lemon the Limon. Interesting. Okay. So it says she dated, you know, men previously, but uh, hey, I guess this is her forte. Teach his own, baby. Um, also um, in the news, R. Kelly. Federal prosecutors in New York recommended that disgraced R&B singer R. Kelly be sentenced to more than 25 years in prison, citing his decades of crime in a calculus uh, disregard for the very real efforts that his crimes had on his victims. They also recommended that Kelly should be fined between $50,000 and $250,000, according to the document. Kelly, uh, whose full name is Robert Sylvester Kelly, was um, convicted in September of racketeering, including um, acts of... Uh, Robbery and sexual exploitation of, of, of a child and the separate charges of sex trafficking. Hmm. In their wow. filings this week, prosecutors argue that Kelly showed no remorse for what he did and that his actions were fueled by a belief that his quote-unquote musical talent uh, absolved uh, him of any um, need to conform his conduct. Okay, his head was sitting on top of his damn shoulder, I guess, huh? I guess. Oh, boy. It's going to be interesting to see this case. Um, Because he said he he was going to start telling tale on some people, but, uh, you know, that might reduce the sentence, but it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen, though. So, yep. Um, Okay. Yeah. The, uh... Netherlander organization announced on Thursday it will rename the century-old Brooks Atkinson Theater after legendary performing civil rights activist Lena Horne. She died in 2010. The historic move marks the first time a Broadway theater will be named after a black woman as the industry continues to grapple with a relative lack of racial diversity. Okay. So, last year, uh, group of black theater leaders known as Black Theater United, uh, whose founding members include Billy Porter, everybody knows Billy Porter, and Andre yeah. McDonald, reached an agreement with um, the Netherlands and Broadway's uh, two other major landlords to have at least one of their theaters named after a black artist. Hey, why not? It's time. Okay, now what um, theater was that again? This was the um, Brooks Atkinson Theater, probably in New York. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, What else I got? Well, that's good. I'm happy they're doing that. Okay, yeah, that's good. Our boy Billy Porter, he's involved. (laughs) 
um, uh, Joy Behar. Gun laws will change once black people get guns. You know, Joy had to come out and say something <laughs> Jewish ass up. Black okay. licensed gun owners have reported, uh, reportedly become victims of police brutality even while not posing a threat. Yep, of course. Everybody knows that. Um, you know, Sonny, Sonny uh, Halston had to put her two cents in. Um, she said that's what happened with the Black Panthers. Um, Halston was likely referring to the uh, facts of 67 when a state bill prohibiting the open carry and loaded firearms Without a permit, the Mulford Act was passed in California in what many saw as an attempt to curb the power of activist group of the Black Panthers. I guess some folks, they were like, okay, these Negroes got too many damn guns, so we got to pass some damn law that y'all can't carry. Isn't this something? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yep. You see, they so. can pass a law to keep the brothers from walking around with their guns. But now they, the states won't pass laws to control all of these guns. I'm like, you did it then. Why don't you do right. it now? Right. So the National Shooting Sports Foundation said that they saw a 58% increase in gun purchases by black people between 2019 and 2020. So, okay, everybody go out there and get your guns. Get your guns. All uh, right, that's my Hollywood wrap-up. Mm-mm-mm. All right. What's going on? <laughs> All kind of good info. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get your guns. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm ready yet. But it's just me. All right. We're down to the kiss it list, Papa Didi. You know, why don't we have another little... Discussing for five minutes. Anyway, you know, we got a little bit of time. Okay, what you want to talk about? What do you guys think about that um that breakup with uh Who? Steve Harvey's daughter and uh oh. and my man uh, Michael B. Jordan and Larry yeah. What's Harvey? your view on that? What's your take on that? And uh, you know. Um, me personally, I think I think it was just a stepping stone for her. Uh, it's a ten year difference, and she's not ready to settle down. She may be, um, but um, you know, she still got a lot of living to do. But I think she used him as a stepping stone. I don't think they were that much in love as they say they were, but uh, you know, it's it's interesting because she took him off her Instagram, but he yeah, didn't yeah, take her off of his so. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I kind of. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's my take on it. She just used them as a stepping stone. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with Kettle, and I thought it was interesting how there was a, a one of the uh, entertainment commentators of color who called her out and said that she was just running through niggas, and that Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. What's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Michael B. Jordan was just the latest one on her list that she had been involved with uh, Future, that rapper. She was involved with Diddy. Uh, She was involved with one of Diddy's sons. You know, she's just been making the rounds. And there were a few others that he referenced. 
And he said wow. it seemed like what you said, Carol. She was just like using them like stair steps, just moving mm-hmm. on through, trying to figure out who's going to get me to the pinnacle of where I'm trying to be. And then when she landed, I'll say landed, Michael B. Jordan, you know, I thought, I think that she thought, okay, now I'm really in with, you know, something of high class and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think Michael was really feeling her, and she was just kind of stringing him along until she realized that he was starting to get serious, and that's when she drop-kicked him. Mm. That's my take. All right. Well, my take is uh, I think that she realized that despite who she'd been through, you know, I guess she felt like whenever she sat down with some vinegar water, she can give her vagina a fresh start. But anyway, I just want to get that out there. Oh, my God. Um, Michael B. Jordan was in a position where she could be kept. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean by that term? That's an old school term where a woman could be kept, where he could cultivate her in his life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had the resources, the money, the everything. He didn't need, he probably didn't need shit that she had. You know, saying, yo, yo, come with me. And she's like, yeah, hey, I, I don't want to give up my apartment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to give up my, my freedom, you know. And he's saying, like, what freedom? You know what I mean? We're together. What do you mean freedom? And that's where it hit him, probably. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, shit, well, this is, okay. All right, you, I got this fabulous fucking $4 million house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got three fucking cars, two of them not even driving. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be in the next fucking Wakanda, what do you call that, Black Panther. Right. I'm going to be the main character in that motherfucker. But it's going to be the most popular movie on the planet here next year, you know? And she felt like, well, like like you said, Kettle, she still got some shit to do. Mm-hmm. And now that she mm-hmm. doesn't seem, now you got to realize too, she's been hanging around mm-hmm. the, the Steve Harvey world. She got her mother's little keenness, you know what I mean? You know, you know Steve Harvey. What's her name? Um, Marjorie. Marjorie. You know how Marjorie be acting and looking with her little sly, slick, and wicked kind of shit, you know. And, you know, she got her mother's keenness, her mother's natural, suave, sexy, piercing motherfucker with the, in between his toes and shit. You not even know, you know, you've been stuck, stuck in between this big toe and the toe after the big toe. She didn't even know you came to see the needleprint. So, you know, got, got her mother's little, you know, charismatic situation. Hanging around Steve Harvey all these years with all his lucrativeness and what he got access to. So she got real big-headed. But when she met somebody like where she met her match, mm-hmm. she didn't want to meet that match because mm-hmm. this brother had it all. And, you know, and mm-hmm. I, Coochie to him is like passe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and he probably mm-hmm. slowed up all his stuff for her. And when she backed off, he was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. All right, because you know what? I got, you know, because he ain't trying to sling a bunch of shit no more. This man got an established career in Hollywood now. 
Mm-hmm. Anytime you in Black Panther, boy, you shit. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I'm not choosing sides or anything like that, not trying to talk pro-male mm-hmm. or alpha-male, none of that shit, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying I, I wish her the best of luck. You know one person she should look at? And please don't try to emulate when it comes to you just being naturally pretty like you are. Take mm-hmm. a good look at Holly Berry's career. Holly Berry's love life. Take a good mm-hmm. look at that woman there. Because Lord knows, oh my God, I go through the list. David Justice, Wesley yeah. Snipes, you know. Eric Benet. Eric Benet. You know, the, the European yeah. model. The white boy, the white boy that got her pregnant. The other dude, the fight that she, with the other boyfriend and the white boy. The European models. The white boy, remember the boy that got her pregnant and the other boy that fought on Thanksgiving where the baby's daddy whooped his ass. She's not with either one of them now. Now she just married mm-hmm. a black guy. I'm like, God <laughs> damn, Holly, you used to be beautiful. You know what I saw the other night, too? You know what I saw last night, which you talk about time and people? You know a movie I saw last night? I just glimpsed up at it. It was on HBO. And Holly Berry was so goddamn beautiful in that movie, it wasn't even funny. It's a movie Boomerang. Oh, yeah. Boomerang. Remember Boomerang? That's one of my favorites. When she was on there with Eddie Murphy and... um, Oh, cool. Robin Gibbons and Shranje, mm-hmm. remember Shranje and all that? Mm-hmm. And she was like a little, she was a little artist. God damn, she was so. Wasn't Martin in that too? Martin was in it, and and she yeah. was dating uh, David Allen Greer. Right. And and then Eddie Murphy got with her, and he, he got mad at Eddie Murphy. You always get all the girls at it. But at, I'm, I'm saying all that to say that in that movie Boomerang, Holly Berry was so goddamn fine. Oh my god. She was gorgeous in that movie. I mean, drop dead gorgeous. Okay. And this was back in '95. Yeah. That movie came out in 1995, which was how many years ago? Many. Twenty. <laughs> many. Twenty-five, twenty-six years ago. And I'm, I'm only, I'm not making, I'm not boasting her up and all that yet. But she was beautiful, and she's always been beautiful. But now, you know, she wore she's out. A pretty woman. She's pretty, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that old artificial Christmas tree I got in that cardboard box I'm going to put up Christmas Eve. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch that. All right. It was pretty. It was nice. Anyway, let's move on. Here's the list. <laughs> move on. Here's the list. Yeah, I just want to put that out there because I, I had to talk about her. I didn't want to let the week go by without us speaking on uh, Steve Hardy's stepdaughter yeah, or whatever. you got to find her own self. But I think you're right. She came up against somebody that's refined and got something going on that she didn't want that. She wasn't ready to settle down yet. So. Oh, yeah. She's still she ready, ready to go to Paris go and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. ready to go out there and do her oh, thing. Yeah. Yep, so. Oh, yep, yeah. So. All right, Papa. It is what tell it us, is. Tell us what is the world famous pajama party kiss it list. Kiss it list. Everybody show their ass, and we're going to put old girl on there. What's her name? Harvey? Lori Harvey? Lori Harvey. Yeah, put her on there. Okay. Got it. Lori Harvey, you're on this week's kiss it list. Put her mom on there, too. Oh, and Marjorie, too? Marjorie on there, too. Okay, Marjorie Harvey. Because she created that monster. <laughs> okay. And Marjorie. your boy, uh, Jack Del Rey. Yeah. For the Washington Commanders. For oh, definitely. Saying that that 
thing Del was just Rio, Jack Del Rio. Del Rio right. saying that that was just a dusting. And I don't know why in the black neighborhood they burn down stuff and nobody says anything, but they make it a big deal about the dusting at the Capitol. Yeah. It was just a dusting. Like, like a dusting. dusting? Like what? They just kicked up a little dust? What the fuck you mean a dusting? Oh. That was crazy. I tell you, these white folks, like I said before, he's around Negroes every day. But uh, Also, I've got Jim Jordan. Senator, I think he's a senator or a congressman, he's whatever a congressman, he is. Andy. Congressman Jim Jordan for all of those Second Amendment lies talking all this stuff about people trying to take or get rid of the Second Amendment. Stop lying. Tucker Carlson, another liar oh, from God. the Fox News Network. Don't oh. forget Hannity. Put Hannity on there, too. Oh, yeah. Last night he was saying, what is the point of all this? Well, why are we, yeah, why are we wasting good one. network time to hash over something that happened last year? I mean, you should have heard him. Sean Hannity. Your boy. I'm sure. Uh, the cop in, uh, what was that, Missouri? Yeah, yeah, they shot that brother in the head. Mm-hmm, unarmed. Yeah, shot an unarmed brother in the head, in the back of the head. Back of the head. Uh, Britney Spears' ex-husband tried to crash her wedding. And it said his name. I'm such and such, and I'm her first husband. I'm like, God damn. good for you. Now get out. You're on camera saying your fucking name. Boy, they need to have shot him in his ass. He the one that should have been shot. That's that sickness. Sickness. It's called white privilege. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see who else we got. Mitch McConnell. Keep him on the list. And, of course, 45. As Papa Didi Jr. calls him, Orange 45. So keep Orange 45 on the kiss it list. Um, I think that was it. I'm sure there was some more, but I think that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. what do we have? How people didn't pass the laws or something? Somebody didn't pass some laws. The House. Uh, well, the House passed them. It's the Senate. Senators, yeah. Senate. I guess the Senate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so all the senators mm-hmm. that are going to vote against any kind of gun regulations, you're on the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? That's it. Okay. Doing what? I think that's more than enough. Give them, give them, give them what they deserve. Oh, okay. I thought you were giving out the the goodies tonight, but all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see if we can oh, find that special oh. prize. Uh, you I sure it's nobody, nobody else? else? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Did we I got say something. Yeah, I said forty-five. All right, okay. here's something for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. Kiss my entire
All right, welcome back to the John Pine Money with Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Well, we're down to the last word. It's the last word. <laughs> Where is that song? All right, Papa D. You got the last word. What's that? Man, my last word is, um, like I said earlier, just make tomorrow the first day of the rest of your life. You know, take a, take a look at everybody around you and, uh, you know, see who's in your corner, who got your back, and who don't. Because I know I am. As soon as that sun rises tomorrow, if I'm blessed to wake up, I got news for you. I ain't calling the jokers unless they calling me. Shit. I'm tired of reaching out. Anyway. Okay. All right, well, my last word is, you know, if we can't all agree on what is truth, then how do we determine who's lying? Is everybody lying now? I mean, something's got to give. There's got to be a way to discern who's, who's giving us the facts and who's not. And those people that are lying, we need to deal with them. We need to deal with them one way or the other because people should not be living on lies. People need truth. Even if the truth is ugly. Mm. If it's the truth, then let's live with the ugly truth. But all of this bull that's going on and these lies and fake truths and whatever else they want to call it, the QAnon and all of this crazy conspiracy stuff, this stuff needs to stop. Because people are messing up their lives over lies. And you know, one more thing connected to what you're saying. I- admitting that you lost in an election. You know what I mean? If the election says that you lost at 10 o'clock at night, get on the microphone and concede. And, exactly. And, and congratulate, truth, congratulate the, the person. Truth. Trump got people now where nobody's admitting that they lost anymore. Nobody, Nobody's admitting it. Oh, no, I'm not going to. Dr. Oz said the same thing. I'm not admitting nothing to Oz. And that goes okay. back to what we say. All of this stuff about how elections were rigged and the, oh, the, the uh, Dominion voting boxes were tampered with. Yeah. Well, when they did all the investigations from both sides of the aisle, they found nothing. Nothing. Yeah. But all of that yak yak that Trump <clears throat> was talking was a bunch of lies. But look how many people responded to the lies. Maybe. That's how January 6th happened Maybe. at the Capitol. Oh, yeah. Because they all people got to go. responded to the lies. This is why lives are, I mean, lies are so dangerous. They're dangerous. They really are. People lost their lives over lies. Anyway, my last word is just tell the truth. If you did it, just admit it. Isn't that what Johnny Cochran said? No, he said, if a shoe doesn't fit, you must acquit. That was his line. Glove doesn't fit. The glove, I'm sorry. I'm saying if you did it, <laughs> just admit it. Mm-hmm. What the heck? If you did it, just admit it. Let's all move on. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. What's your last all word? Right. My, my last word is uh, be safe out here this weekend. We got a lot going on. We got Pride 2022 in D.C. this weekend, all this weekend. Also, the March for Our Lives returns to D.C. is the rally about gun control. These young folks will get out here and start marching. So, peace to them, and I just hope everybody be safe out there and act like they got some damn sense. That's all I can say. You know, from the uh, 
from okay. all these different communities. Yeah, everybody just pulled together and just, hey, be safe out there this weekend. My yeah. Hey, the Beatles said, let it be. Just let people be. Stop trying to run, folks. And tell the truth. Anyway, say goodnight, Papa Didi. We're done. Goodnight. Say goodnight, cattle. Goodnight. This is Red Wine signing off for the Pajama Party crew. We'll do it again next Friday night. Peace. Peace. We're out. (laughs) Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatetsi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.